Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Days gone by indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Elton John with Amarina from 1970, ladies and gentlemen. One of his first early U.S. smash hits and from the movie Dog Day Afternoon from the 1975 movie starring Al Pacino, John Cassell, ladies and gentlemen, and many other people. Yes, folks, this is episode 201, ladies and gentlemen, for Wrestling Revisited for Tuesday night, January the 14th, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. And I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, and as always, the human suplex machine, John Gross, as we say good evening to you, John, as always, how are here at episode 201. What's up, everybody? Well, let's give you the number right now, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID 139926-POUND. You can join us until 8 o'clock. We have got a lot to talk about, including our moment of the night, however, which is going to be a good one, ladies and gentlemen. And also, we're going to recap for you raw, ladies and gentlemen. What was a very interesting show last night, despite the fact the national championship ball game took away a lot of its luster. And we want to congratulate Ed Orjonian and the LSU Tigers and their star quarterback, Joe Morrow, who threw for six touchdowns last night as the LSU Tigers showed they were the team to beat Howard and crushed the Clemson Tigers and Dabo Sweeney's chances of a national championship dream down there in the Big Easy on Bourbon Street and in the French Quarter last night. They were partying all night long, ladies and gentlemen, as they ended up winning 42-25, Howard, at the hands of a battle of Tigers. It was Tigers and Tigers going at it, Howard, but in the end there was one Tiger standing. It was LSU, not Clemson, that took home the glass slipper and the national championship. So congratulations to both teams and both coaches, Dabo Sweeney and Ed Orjonian, on their seasons, 15-0, 14-1, respectively finishing out the years, Howard. But the story here, John, was the LSU Tigers were just too damn good, Howard, and they showed in the second quarter after down 17-7 they could come back, and boy, did they ever come back with the arm of Mr. Morrow. Wow. Yes. Awesome. 500 yards of total offense. It was it was incredible, no doubt about it. But meanwhile, however, not far away, 
in Lexington, Kentucky, at the legendary UK Rupp Arena, the home of the Kentucky Cats of Kentucky University, if you will. Monday Night Raw went on, however, if you will. And after having a not-so-good showing last week, however, they tried to put on a decent half show, however, last night. A good, somewhat interesting tape fist match that saw one of the crazier spots of the year, maybe one of the wildest spots in Raw history we've seen ever from a certain Kevin Owens. But the story here, however, is how the show went down. Two matches went past 10 minutes, an eight-match card. John had a lot to talk about on his podcast last night, ladies and gentlemen. On FacebookLive.com at John Gross Sports and Wrestling Incorporated. John, let's hear your thoughts about last night's, uh, well, lackluster, laughable, lazy show, as I called it, Tower, in Lexington. What were your thoughts, good and bad, from last night you took out of this show with two weeks to go till the Rumble? Believe it or not, JD, believe it or not, um, this is an okay. Not not so much of a bad raw. I wouldn't I wouldn't say much of a good raw either. But yeah. But um, I want to talk about a certain certain somebody. Certain somebody. Please, by all did means. make an impact. Yes, please, by all means, go time. ahead. All means, go ahead. Okay. So we all know he. So we all know Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black put on a good match once again. Yes. And and you know what, JD, Mark, you can mark my word. Like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I still never get. I never. I'm starting not to get tired of seeing these two in action. Together. Yeah, my. I. I mean, these two guys have. These guys. Have I will never. I will never. I w- I'll tell you the truth, JD. I will never ever get tired of watching these guys. These guys go at it. No, but neither why. These two guys Buddy, absolutely really were entertaining to watch last night, no doubt. Yes. But when Buddy lost the match, Buddy was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna sit at ringside, thinking about what my next move is." So yes. So we get to the main event, which is called the fist fight match. And then we saw we saw Seth Rollins talk to Buddy Murphy, and yes. and we saw him uh, ask for help. And little did we know, yes. Buddy's like, Buddy, I thought Buddy was gonna say, "Hell no, I'm not gonna help you guys," but right, exactly. But for Buddy Murphy to come out and back up the AOP and Seth Rollins, I think yes. right there. Prove to you, proves to you that there is that there's definitely a faction forming. There is, no doubt, I would agree. Now with yes, now with the AOP and Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins stable, I doubt that Monday Night Raw will ever be the same. So, really? so I'm saying this to the competitors like Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, Andrade. Yes. Drew Mag Hell, Drew McIntyre, the OC, Randy Orton, everyone, including the WWE champion Brock himself. Yes. I don't think you do not want to cross this new group's path. No, you don't. You definitely don't. Because if you do, because if you do, there's going to be more. There's going to be more trouble for you. Oh yes, but what oh, will yes. this group no call themselves? I, I mean, I've had this in my head ever after I did this before, before and after I did the show. I'm thinking, what are they going to call? What are they going to call themselves? We know Seth right. has called himself the Messiah. Don't get me wrong. Right, the Monday Night Messiah. We talked right. about yes. this offline before we went on. How about yeah. Seth and the disciples? It could happen. It could very well happen. I would agree. And the yes. question is. Yes. And the question is, do we see another person added? There's there's speculation that could. Yes, there is. I believe. Yes, there is. I just, in my for my for for my sake, I really hope this works out. I hope so too. I would agree with you. I hope they go 
plan up their sleeve. I would agree with you there, too. There's a lot of people saying the same thing you are, and uh, we're going to see what happens. I mean, we'll be talking more about I mean, that, you know, coming up by here. I mean, you could throw in, you could throw in, uh, throw a female in that group. You got, hell, Becky, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are still, still couples. Yeah, and you saw what happened with Becky and Oscar last night, especially after Oscar spit that miss to her during the contract signing. You talk about Lesnar, we saw what happened with the whole R-Truth Paul Heyman thing that was quite comical a little bit, but also kind of, uh, I don't And you say, know what? Even though I hate Lesnar, uh, guess what? Yeah. It's the first time I'm backing Lesnar up. Our truth deserved it. I agree. Oh, I would agree. Well, we'll talk more about that at nine o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution. Don't you dare miss it. Of course, one three eight five five pound. John left the first. I am and backing Lesnar up on that. Our truth yes. definitely deserved it. Yes, and we also saw afterwards. However, mind you, also a new twenty four seven champion. You mess with the beast incarnate. Guess what? Guess what? You're burnt. You get it. You get eaten. You get bit to shred. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, no question about it. Well, we'll talk more about that as we said. My advice up, to all the 29 stars at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. My advice: don't even bother showing showing your face. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We're going to talk more about that, of course, as we said, at 9 o'clock on Revolution. Of course, Wolfpack this Thursday, one three eight five two one pound We'll, of course, have the birthdays and dates supplied by John again. GTS and I will have your news headlines. And then this Friday, folks, a rare treat, however, since Mr. WCW will be having the night off, folks, I will be manning the desk, however, once again, as I will be stepping in from as him and the Mr. Hulk media Bob Ziegler will be at a show in Greensboro. Uh, of course, Revolution 138055-pound. I will uh, hopefully get the birthdays and dates supplied by you, John Howard. And, of course, I will also have your news headlines you along with you with GTS, the Friday Night Delight, the Sacramento Slugger, the Black Widow, Self Michelle Lindards, the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, and, of course, however, the Heartbreak Kid as well. Ladies now, and gentlemen, and then I'll this Monday, on folks, Friday on the Raw Radio. Birthdays, and now that'll be oh. that. Okay, good. Yeah. Then next Monday, folks, on Sorry. Raw Radio, episode, believe it or not, teller. 224, ladies and gentlemen, John, Fonzie, myself, and now Chad, Michelle, Gerard, and everyone. We'll talk about when worlds collide in the Rumble. We'll give you our predictions this coming next Monday, 138 pounds. We'll also tell you who's going to be punching their ticket to the Super Bowl, folks, as the championship games will be decided this weekend in the AFC and the NFC. Of course, the first game will be at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon, Tennessee and Kansas City in the ribeye capital of the world, Kansas City, Missouri. And I am looking right now at the early projections as far as the weather goes, ladies and gentlemen. I can give you an early report. However, the weather for that game is going to be in the mid-20s, however, for that game. So it is going to be a little chilly, however, come Sunday. But the sun will be out, however, as far as that goes. And as far as, as, far as San Francisco goes, Sunday they're calling for temperatures in the mid-50s, possibly even 60, believe it or not, however, for the game between Green Bay and San Francisco. So some pretty good weather to report, however, as far as that goes. Uh, this coming week, however, for both, like I said, San Francisco and Kansas City. So we'll see what happens, of course, this Sunday and see who punched their ticket to the big Super Bowl game coming up in Miami, which is coming up a couple weeks from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, on Groundhog's Day. Sunday, February the 2nd. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to report how our ladies and gentlemen, we do have some hockey news to report. Sidney Crosby is returning to the ice tonight for the first time in two months. The Penguins are looking to win their fourth game in a row as they will be taking on the Minnesota Wild, chasing the Red Hot Capitals how are in the standings right now. That'll be interesting to see what happens. Of course, that is just about to get underway at the PPG Paints Arena, however, as Pittsburgh is coming home from a three-game uh, West Coast swing where they beat the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche, both in overtime last Tuesday and Thursday, respectively, excuse me, Friday night, respectively, in Denver, and then won in a shootout. It took eight rounds, but they did get the win on Sunday as they beat the Arizona Coyotes 4-3. to three. Meanwhile, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, how you want to check out uh, a good uh, post-show, how each and every week, how our pay-per-view news, how as well as predictions and other sports news and headline news, how check out John Gross Sports and Wrestling Incorporated, how you can definitely check it out on Facebook.com right now. 
Also, check out Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, where we take out bite out of the cost to bring you the best selection ever. And right now, beginning or as of two weeks ago, you can get all DVDs and Blu-rays containing one or two discs for a buck each, while all DVD and Blu-rays containing three or more will be two dollars each. Just talk to Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw and tell him the Iceman sent you, Howard, because you will not be disappointed with his selection of great movies, Blu-rays, DVDs, video games, and whatnot. And that is on FacebookLive.com as well as Facebook.com. So you want to check that out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, some other news to report, as we said, however, a lot going down, of course. Uh, as you know, we did mention the championship game last night between LSU and Clemson. Of Graham, a game that was very, very interesting. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, we want to congratulate how our former L.A. Chargers and San Diego Chargers great Antonio Gates, who after playing an unbelievable career, however, by catching 955 yards and 116 touchdowns for 11,841 yards, third respectively in receiving yards and also in reception, but first in receiving touchdowns, however, announced his retirement today after 16 years and eight Pro Bowl appearances. We want to congratulate him on his official retirement as he announced his retirement earlier today. Also, John, I don't know if you heard this or not, Chad Ochocinco Johnson is back in the news, believe it. And this time, however, it's for the right reasons, however. The man who last played in a football game literally eight years ago, who got one pass for the New England Patriots during a Super Bowl loss, and who was named the six Pro Bowls as a receiver, has often expressed an interest in kicking the football, actually as a place kicker. Well, coming up next week, ladies and gentlemen, he will get his trial with the XFL's Houston team in Houston, believe it or not. So we want to congratulate, uh, again, Antonio Gates on his retirement, but also Chad Ochocinco and wish him the best of luck, Howard, as he will be trusting now for the XFL's uh, new football team in Houston coming up next Monday down there in Houston. Of course, we all know what happened earlier this week, Howard, between Houston uh, earlier this week, Howard, with the Houston Astros, of course, a lot of people still talking about that unfortunate incident that did occur, Howard, yesterday. In case you did not hear, we talked about it on Raw Radio yesterday. The Houston Astros manager and general manager were suspended for a year, Howard, because of cheating violations, Howard, with Major League Baseball, and were later fired because of their uh, shenanigans, let's just say. And as of today, the Astros and the entire world of baseball is uh, standing with their jaws basically wide open wondering Will the Astros have their 2017 World Series taken away from them? And will they not be allowed to hoist that trophy anymore? Well, we'll keep you up to date as far as that goes coming up in the next few days. But meanwhile, we want to also remind you that tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a triple stack for you beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, 141387. The latest politics, movies, and sports will be conducted by yours truly, the Iceman, along with Mr. WCW and the Heartbreak Kid, as well as the Human Suplex Machine. 8 o'clock, the Heartbreak Kid, myself, Fonzie, Michelle, Gerard, and of course, everyone else will be on for the uh, big wrestling debate show, 139925 Pound. Of course, we will have your AEW NXT war going on. Of course, AEW doing their Bash at the Beach show tomorrow night down at the University of Miami at the Watsco Center at the University of Miami or the Big U. Some of the matches you will see include the Bastard Pock against Darby Allen, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. We'll be uh, teaming up with MJF, if you will, and his assistant Wardlow, taking on Diamond Dallas Page, QT Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes. The Atlanta Hearthrob, Sammy Guevara, will be taking on the Mox, John Moxley, after what had happened last week towards the end of uh, AEW Dynamite in South Haven, Mississippi, near the Memphis border. And, of course, tonight they are honoring the Memphis Wrestling Legends on AEW Dark, which is going on right now on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. You would definitely want to check that out. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a very unique women's match will be also commenced tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, again, here are the matches that you will see, like I said, this week coming up as far as that show goes. Again, we've already told you one of the matches will be Pac versus Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, this match was just announced earlier today, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Hikuru Shida and Chris Statlander taking on Austin Kong and Mel However, with Brandy Rhodes, the Nightmare Collective, if you will, this match was made official earlier today. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we will have an update on who will get the first crack at Rhea Ripley's newly won belt. Of course, that will be going on tomorrow night on NXT, the competition. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, it was made official last week, and it could be signed, sealed, and delivered by tomorrow night or next week, ladies and gentlemen. It will be the Demon Slayer King, the long-term NXT World Champion at one point, Finn Balor, taking on Johnny Wrestling, the Rocky Balboa, Sylvester Stallone of the NXT Universe, Johnny Gargano. They will get it on in less than a month from now, ladies and gentlemen, not even a month, less than three and a half weeks from now, in Portland at NXT TakeOver Portland. So you definitely don't want to miss that coming up in three and a half weeks. Okay, with that said, uh, before we continue on, however, we definitely want to send out our shout-out to uh, everyone at the Hop House, of course, the bartenders, Dane, Missy, Jen, Casey, of course, and uh, 
Kelly, of course, we'd like to say hello to you guys, Howard, and of course our Barfly regulars, Pat, Jason, Brian, Brad, Dwayne, Maureen, Crystal, and everyone down there. Of course, we'd like to say hello to you guys as well. We hope you guys are enjoying your uh, Tuesday night, Howard, listening to us here on TalkShoe. Let's give you the number again, one 605 You can join us right now, and we are going to be here again for the next 45 minutes or so. Uh, John, I have to step out for just two minutes. If you want to discuss anything on the air with anyone, Howard, and our fans out there, go ahead. I will step out for two seconds, and when I return, we will get to our moment of the evening. I think you're going to like it, so I'll be right back. All right. Okay, I am now back, however. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we also uh, see uh, if we have anything to report here. We're going to get it to you right here in just a moment, folks. So sit tight, folks. We're going <coughs> to... Excuse me. Uh, it's on my foot there. Uh, here, folks, like I said, we're going to get things going here in just a moment, folks. So bear with us here. Uh, we're just trying to uh, get things going here in just a moment here, so... Bear with us, please. We're trying to get things done here as quickly as we can. However, we got a lot going on here tonight here at the studio, of course. As we said, don't forget this Friday, Mr. WCW will not be with us, however, due to a prior commitment. However, and, of course, him and his good friend, uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Big Bad Bob Ziegler, will be attending the SmackDown show in Greensboro at the legendary Greensboro Call. See him, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, one of the matches that has already been announced for that show, ladies and gentlemen, will be a very interesting one, Howard. It will be Roman Reigns, of course, the big dog, taking on the glorious Bobby Roode, but I have a feeling that could change to a six-person tag due to Roman's cousins, the Usos, who, by the way, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be appearing on WWE backstage with Renee Young and King Booker, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Howard Booker T, ladies and gentlemen. That will be a very interesting uh, encounter, no doubt about it, tomorrow, uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, we will have your AEW NXT uh, war once again, coming up tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on the debate, once we 9925 pound, John Fonzie, myself, uh, Gerard Michelle, and the rest of the gang will be at the debate table. You can bet on that. Uh, John, before we get to our moment, however, I've got to ask you a question. I'm sure you heard the story by now about Tessa Blanchard and her comments that she made recently. Uh, would you care I've to comment on that right now? Uh, as much as I think her winning the end of the title uh, right now, yes. Right now, yes. I don't think I should comment on that. <laughs> okay, that's quite all right, and I understand that. That's understandable. I will say I think she was a little out of bounds with her remarks. I will say that, and a lot of people not very impressed with what she's uh, been speaking about as of late. In fact, a lot of people were very upset with what she had to say in those remarks, Howard, and I can't say I blame them. I'm surprised she actually won the title from Sammy Callahan. Uh, this past Sunday, if you will, however, mind you, at the TNA show, I believe it was in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, well, she had a few uh, choice words to say, shall we say, and a lot of people were kind of uh, leery about that, let's just say, and I can't say I blame them for uh, being uh, a little on edge, if you will, no pun intended. 
Uh, one thing we have talked about, of course, in the past is if Edge and Page will be uh, showing up at the WWE Royal Rumble. Right now, it's still early to tell, but you never know. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a quick update on the hockey scores right now. The Islanders are leading Detroit 2-0 early in the game. Uh, Toronto's leading New Jersey. Vegas is taking on Buffalo. They'll score in that game eight minutes in. Several minutes into the Toronto game, the Maple Leafs are up 1-0. Uh, Boston's playing Columbus. Chicago's playing Ottawa. Vancouver's playing Winnipeg. Howard Dallas in Colorado. Nashville and Edmonton. San Jose and Arizona are playing later on. Chicago and Ottawa are just about to drop the puck here in a few. In about 45 minutes, we'll have Vancouver and Winnipeg, followed by Dallas and Colorado. Nashville and Edmonton at 9. And at 9.30, San Jose will play Arizona. But right now, the Penguins are scoreless. Six minutes in against Minnesota. 0-0. So there you go, folks. Uh, some interesting uh, things going on right there. Now, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, let us now go to our moment of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. And John will talk about this, I know for a fact, how we're coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, in the history and birthdays, how but we figure this would be an appropriate time to bring this up, power. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you back to one of the last big January pay-per-views of WCW, Howard. No, not sold out, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to take you back to Sin Sunday that happened exactly 19 years ago this evening, ladies and gentlemen, in the Hoosier State of Indiana, ladies and gentlemen, in the city of Indianapolis. This was the first and only WCW Sin pay-per-view because a couple months after this, WCW would find himself on the outside with WWE after being bought out by Vince McMahon. Of course, they had done sold out for four-plus years, of course, but this time, however, they figured, however, they could turn the corner, if you will, turn the page ahead, if you will. And well, a lot of people were wondering, however, could they still keep afloat after what had been a very disastrous 2000? Well, we would soon find out, ladies and gentlemen, as 2001 turned the page, however, ladies and gentlemen, and a new uh, year and a new chapter, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, was definitely a uh, foot, however, let's just say. With that said, however, like I said, however, we had a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. With that said, let's take you back to Sin Sunday, 19 years ago tonight. The crowd, of course, was... In Indianapolis, Indiana, America's heartland, if you will, 6617 packed into the building. As a result, however, surprisingly, however, I had a chance to watch this pay-per-view about six months ago one night, however, and i got to tell you, this was uh, an interesting pay-per-view, and we'll tell you why, Howard. The main view going into the show, of course, was between the WCW World Champion, who was out of control, if you will, a guy who had been a uh, loose kin, if you will, at one point, both on and off camera with everyone, whether it be announcers, agents, fellow wrestlers, and women. I'm talking about the big, bad, booty bit, booty daddy himself, big Papa pump, Scotty Steiner, and also the man who said he ruled and basically had everything in his hand, basically, how I would basically try to crush everyone, basically, and that is one crazy psycho, if you will, in the form of Sid Justice, Sid Vicious, whatever you want to call him, however. Uh, speaking of Scott Steiner, I'm sure, John, you heard the news last week. He made his return once again to the NWA, this time into the NWA Power Wrestling Show, if you will. That was quite interesting, however, on that show, however, and a lot of people were surprised to see the... Uh, former Michigan Wolverine uh, All-American, if you'll make an impact the way he did on that show. Indeed. Well, with that said, let's tell you about what happened. What is that noise? Scott Steiner. The way you said it. No. Oh, okay. Well, with that said, let's talk about what happened in our first match of the evening. A very, very good match, to say the least, for the Cruiserweight title, ladies and gentlemen. It was the nephew of the former WCW Cruiserweight Champion and fellow WWE Radical, if you will, Eddie Guerrero, if you will, Chavo Guerrero Jr. taking on Sugar Shane Helms, the Hurricane, if you will, for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. The Hurricane, of course, had left, of course, uh, his two comrades, if you will, three count uh, Shannon, the innovation of Sensation Moore, and Evan Courageous High and Dry just a few weeks prior to this show, however, if you will, in fact, a week before this hour, that set up this match. As a result, however, these two would have an interesting feud with one another for a couple months, if you will. And this, of course, would culminate, however, in an interesting match, however, here at Sin Sunday. As a result, however, Sugar Shane Helms surprisingly, however, retained the belt here by defeating, believe it or not, of all people, Chavo Guerrero here in our opening matchup in 11 and a half minutes. Your thoughts about Chavo and Shane Helms? Eh, okay, not special. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good match. I mean, I did like the work, Howard, that both these guys put in. Of course, we saw what happened, of course, a uh, month before 
in that brutal ladder match at Starrcade 2000, which I think was one of the most craziest matches of the year. It certainly was up there with the likes of SummerSlam 2000 and the Royal Rumble from earlier in the year, as it was one of the high-flying moments of the year. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Tanay, Howard backstage interview person, of course, ladies and gentlemen, then asked WC, WCO Ric Flair, Howard, who was the mystery opponent for the Four Corners match, however, if you will, who was in the Four Corners match and his guy that would compete later on in the match. Howard Flair said in all due time that we would find out as a result from there. Mean Gene Okerlund talked to the next uh, unique uh, team that was up power. The Mama Lukes, followed by Reno and Big Vito the Grosso, which led us to our next match, Howard Reno and Big Vito. As a result, Reno ended up beating Big Vito here in literally, however, eight and a half minutes. Your thoughts about this match? Uh, nothing really good about this match. I would agree. And, of course, before that, of course, a lot of people did not know that Reno, a real name Richard Cornell, was actually a professional kickboxer. He was also from Las Vegas, Nevada, believe it or not, born in Buffalo, New York, trained by Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, also with the stars D. Wayne Bruce, uh, the son of Eddie Graham, Mike Graham, and, of course, assassin member Jody Hamilton, who, of course, was Nick Patrick's father, of course, at one point, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, and a wrestler back in the late 70s, early 80s of the old NWA Mid-Atlantic Territory, if you will. Sad to say Reno would retire four years after this, however, believe it or not, however, in 2004. And since then, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, however, believe it or not, however, we have not heard much about him since. Up next, another cruiserweight match that was very interesting, however, that had some interesting ramifications, if you will. The Young Dragons, Kaz Hayashi and Young Yang, if you will, however, better known as Jimmy Wang Yang, with their, uh, let's just say, dominatrix manager, Leia Miao, formerly Kimono Wanalea, took on two guys, however, who were also in the cruiserweight division, Evan Courageous and Jamie By God Noble, if you will, in a tag team matchup here. The Young Dragons looking to breathe some fire and show that they could breathe the fire, as a result, they ended up picking up the win, however, by defeating Noble and Courageous. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, okay, tag match. I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Up next, Ernest the Cat Miller, the man, of course, who said how he knew James Brown. And we all know what happened, of course, at Super Bowl 2000 when the real James Brown showed up, despite the fact that not many people were excited to see it or really didn't give two craps about it. Had his unique assistant manager, Mrs. Jones, if you will, however, believe it or not, taking on a guy who really basically was a cocky, arrogant guy, reminded you a lot of Dolph Ziggler at the time, however. A guy who said, however, he was above average and had his goon squad known as the Natural Born Thrillers to back him up and include Chuck Palumbo, uh, Perfect Sean, Sean Stasiak, the son of the legendary WWF wrestler Stan the Man Stasiak. Um, also, he had, like I said, Chuck Palumbo. Uh, he had uh, Sean O'Hare, ladies and gentlemen, and he also had Johnny the Bull Stamboli uh, in his faction, if you'll. The guy was known simply as Mike Sanders, above average Mike Sanders, if you will. Last we heard, of course, Mike Sanders retired about 15 years ago. Uh, he is now 50 years old. And we understand, believe it or not, in his uh, wrestling career now, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, however, he is a comedian, believe it or not. So apparently, I guess, however, he is uh, traded in the boots, however, mind you, to become a stand-up comedian. He's worked with comedians such as, uh, believe it or not, uh, Tommy Davidson, Greg Robinson, of course, who was known as uh, Daryl from The Office and Doug Judy on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, he also has worked with other comedians such as Diana Jordan, Vinny Coppola, if you will, and Mark Lundlum. He also does motivational speeches, and believe it or not, however, he has been married uh, uh, twice. He's been divorced twice, however, believe it or not. He and, of course, however, have two children. He also has been good friends with, still to this day, Mark Gingerak, Chuck Palumbo, Vince Russo, Disco Inferno, Glenn Gilbert, and also was close friends with Sean O'Hare until Sean O'Hare's recent passing some years ago due to suicide. Uh, he was also ranked one of the top 100 guys in 2005, however, at 181. He also got a tryout for WWE for a couple months, but unfortunately, however, he never really amounted to much, however, and quit, however, in late 2001. And as a result, however, pretty much uh, bounced around from other territories from uh, place to place, however, until he finally hung up the boots in 2005. So there you go. Uh, your thoughts about Ernest Miller and Mike Sanders? Uh, nothing special about this match either. 
No, I would I would definitely agree with you there. I would definitely agree with you there. Uh, just to give you a quick update how what's going on in basketball news right now, the Duke Blue Devils are trailing here in the first half, 28-22 against Clemson. The Pitt Panthers looking to get a big win, knocking out Louisville Howard, who enters the night at number 10, leading right now against Louisville, 24-15. The Panthers trying to come off that trying to come back with a big win, however, after losing a tough one Sunday night in Miami. Meanwhile, the Pittsburgh Penguins Tower are on the board first tower in their game against Minnesota. Right now, it is one nothing. however, 10 minutes into the game. As Sidney Crosby already made an impact very early in the game as Evgeny Malkin, however, who has been playing pretty good the past three weeks or so, gets his 14th goal of the season just moments ago. Again, the Penguins, however, are leading one nothing And end of the night, only six points back of John's Capitals, believe it or not, who have the best record in the Metropolitan Division at 31-11. But right now, the Penguins are chasing right after them at 28-12, folks. So you can imagine how it is getting to be very interesting already in the Metro Division. The only other team behind them, however, is the New York Islanders and the Carolina Hurricanes. The Hurricanes enter the night, however, 11 points back of uh, Washington, five points back of Pittsburgh. And the Islanders, of course, are nine points back of uh, the Caps, three points back of Pittsburgh. So things are getting very, very bunched up in that Metro Division right now. Meanwhile, up next, a very interesting match that had some ramifications, if you will. It was a penalty box match, if you will, and you don't want to know what that is, folks. It was a very unique uh, ice hockey-type match, but, of course, we know that here are the competitors that competed in this one. It was Team Canada led by Elix Skipper, Showtime, or Primetime, whatever you want to call him. Lance, can I be a serious for a moment? Stoneface Storm. Mike Awesome, of course, Howard, the 70s uh, guy, of course, the fat chick thrower himself, the formerly known as the Awesome One and ECW and two-time ECW champion with their uh, associate Major Guns, a.k.a. Tyleen Buck, of course, uh, who at one time was with the Misfits in Action, last we heard, Howard, is uh, still, believe it or not, appearing, believe it or not, however, uh, wrestling for a unique uh, opponent, however, mind you, Howard. In fact, Howard, this is pretty cool, Howard. You'll like to hear this, John. She apparently, however, is still wrestling today, however, with this uh, company, however, called Double Trouble in California. And, in fact, the stakes are very interesting about this uh, promotion, however, believe it or not. Fans can act as a matchmaker or order custom matches to have her fight in the following. Bikini, topless, nude, anything, however, under various stipulations. And she's still fighting to this day, believe it or not. She's 47 years old, believe it or not. I don't think she's ever been married or has children, but uh, that being said, she, of course, was with the associate of uh, Team Can, taking on however, a team that, well, let's just say had a very interesting ramification, if you will, however, and that was consisting of the Filthy Animals, of course, consisting of Billy Kidman, the K-Dog, Conan himself, Ray Mysterio Jr., of course, their good friend Tigress, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was the special guest referee we had seen. Tension between Hacksaw and Team Canada earlier in the year, however. Unfortunately, Hacksaw had gone with Team Canada only to turn his back on uh, the team that was Team USA for a while. Then, of course, Team Canada ditched him shortly thereafter. He tried to get back on Team Canada's side, however. And, uh, unfortunately, this was the second and last heel turn we would see of Duggan during his final years in WCW as a result. He would somehow, someway put the screws into the Filthy Animals and help his former cohorts, Team Canada, pick up the win. Your thoughts about this one as Team Canada picks up the win in the penalty box match. What the hell was a penalty box match back in the day? Well, I'll tell you what it was, however, believe it. Here's what it was, however, believe it. Uh, it, it. The rules were simple. If one team broke a rule, they were sent to the penalty box for one minute, believe it or not, however. That was the story. Oh, okay. Yes. Still not as good as the other matches. Yes, I would agree. Up next, a very interesting match, however, for the hardcore title, if you will. The Monster Ming, a.k.a. King Tonga, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we know about his history, however. Crowbar, the crazy, wild, bizarre, wacky guy. And Terry Funk, however, competing in a triple threat match, however. Crowbar is with Daphne, of course, uh, going into this game, however or excuse me, match, Terry Funk, the crazy, sadistic SOB that he was, Howard, was still competing, Howard, at his age, believe it or not, at the age of 46, believe it or not, Howard, he'd be 47 later in the year, as a result, Howard, we had seen what had happened to Funk the year before, however, now, of course, Funk is 75 years old, you talk about one of the craziest, looniest guys you ever want to see, this is a guy who was headlining the very first ever ECW pay-per-view, now, he's on the... Let's see here. The fourth to last match on this show here at uh, Sin Sunday. Your thoughts about the Monster Ming winning the hardcore title in a triple threat hardcore match for the WCW title? 
Brutal and hardcore. Hardcore title day. Sorry. Yes. Oh, yes. I would agree. Up next, another interesting uh, team, ladies and gentlemen, the natural-born thrillers, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare, of course, took on the insiders, Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash. I never understood this team name. Of course, Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash entered, of course, the uh, affair. Believe it or not, as the tag team champions, they had won the titles, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm looking here as I'm trying to pull up the stats here. They had uh, won those belts, believe it or not, however. Uh, where is it? Uh... Oh, I'll tell you when. They had won the title, of course, at Starcade, only to hold the belt for only four weeks. The Natural Born Thrillers, of course, would hold the titles for 205 days, if you will. And to this day, their reign of 205 ranks number 12th all-time, believe it or not, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. Uh, Page and them, however, with their record of 42, however, I believe, however, or excuse me, 28, however, ranks 63rd all-time. I believe 63rd all-time. I'm trying to find it here. I can't find it, but nevertheless, uh, your thoughts about the insiders, however, believe it or not, losing the tag team titles to, of all people, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare, the natural-born throwers, as apparently they would become the last set of WCW tag team champions by beating DDP and Kevin Nash. I will say this, though. Palumbo and O'Hare had great talent as a tag team. And to beat knockoffs, two fire legends, they made them a star for themselves. Oh, no question. No, no question about it. Very interesting. A lot of people uh, thought the way they acted, how both on and off cameras, the way they really acted to the fans. And, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some breaking news just coming in over the wire. How are ladies and gentlemen? According to ESPN, this just oh, broke boy. in, ladies and gentlemen. So please uh, bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we talked about uh, the Boston Red Sox scandal yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Cora and everything like that, however about him getting into trouble with the Houston Nationals for the scandal, if you remember, with the whole incident involving the manager and GM. You, I think you remember that, right, John? Oh, yeah. Well, according to reports, ESPN is reporting, Buster only has reported, and the Boston Globe is reporting just now, that Alex Cora, who won the World Series just a couple of years ago in his debut season manager of the Boston Red Sox, but who has been linked this offseason over the last few days to two sign-stealing schemes, has mutually agreed to, agreed to part ways with the Red Sox. So apparently he is out. He is leaving. In a statement released just moments ago, the Red Sox said that given MLB's findings in the investigation into the sign stealing, her said the following, we collectively decided it would be not possible for Alex to effectively lead this club going forward. So apparently, however, believe it or not, Rob Manfred, however, did say, however, is about to issue a news conference, I believe, sometime tomorrow or maybe later this evening. But, folks, this just came in moments ago. As, again, we are hearing reports now, according to reports, this is from Buster Only on ESPN, however, and on ESPN.com right now, ladies and gentlemen. In a statement released this afternoon, the Red Sox said that given MLB's findings in the investigation into the Astros' court science stealing, we have collectively decided it will be not possible for Alex Cora to effectively leave this club going forward. So apparently he has now been dismissed from the Red Sox however, as our manager. So, John, another manager bites the dust in the ongoing cheating scandal, and now it's affecting the Boston Red Sox as we thought it would affect them. Your thoughts about this breaking story? No comment. Well, I'm going to have a lot to say about this. You can bet, Howard, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, Revolution, Howard. But I will say this. This is a really tough blow for Major League Baseball to undergo right now. Oh, I agree. Uh, of course, we will continue to update you. We will continue to update you throughout uh, this uh, tonight. Huh? I mean, yesterday we saw what happened yesterday when uh, the GM and the uh, uh, manager were dismissed, Howard, by the Red Sox uh, shortly after we found out they were going to be suspended for a year. Uh, and then later dismissed by the Astros, and Jeff Crane fired them. Well, tonight, Howard, ladies and gentlemen, we can say that the uh, Boston Red Sox have mutually dismissed, according to reports. Again, this just came in about 10 minutes ago, folks, according to the Boston Globe and from WEEI Television and ESPN's Buster Only, that Alex Cora, just three weeks before spring training, ladies and gentlemen, have decided to mutually part ways with their manager. So apparently another team is looking for a new manager tonight, and it is one of the most unique franchises of them all the Boston Red Sox. And, of course, we will continue to update you throughout the evening on this breaking story. If we hear anything else, we will be sure to pass it along to you. Okay, up next, however, a U.S. 
heavyweight championship match that involved a chain blade on it. was first blood on a chain. Shane Douglas from my hometown of Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, the franchise taking on General UG Rexon, Bill Lamont. As a result, Shane Douglas picks up the win here in the first blood chain match hour and became the new U.S. heavyweight champion. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, okay. Nothing to cry home about. I would agree. Yes, oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. Surprisingly, Shane Douglas would only hold the belt for three weeks, however, before giving up the title to Rick Steiner. And, of course, the last person that would hold the belt, believe it or not, uh, before WCW went out of business, however, was Booker T. Booker T would hold that until July of 2001, when, of course, however, he was given the title by Booker, believe it or not. And, of course, that would air, of course, in late July, if you will. Now, the all-time leader as far as U.S. titles go, however, believe it or not, however, the top five are going to be amazed at this, John. At number five is... The artist formerly known as Montel Vontavious Porter, two different times, however, he held it for a combined 419. Blackjack Mulligan, however, held it for three different reigns, combined days total 509. Greg the Hammer Valentine, 512, recognized by WWE 392. Rick Flair had five different times, combined total days 773, recognized by WWE 709. But you're going to laugh at who number one is. Take a guess who number one is. Surprise me. Lex Luger, five times, 950. Five times at 950. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, Lex Luger holding it five times for 950 days. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Uh, Luger, of course, his biggest, I'm looking here to see his biggest reign. Of course, uh, Rick Root, of course, held it uh, 378. Uh, I'm trying to see, uh, like I said, the longest reign from. Montel Ontavious Port, of course, held it from May of 2007 to April 2008. However, of course, that was his biggest reign, believe it or not. Uh, believe it or not, however, as far as that goes. Uh, the least person who's held it the least, however, is Raven. One day, one reign. Edge, one reign, six days. And Jinder Mahal, one day, one time, eight days. So there you go. That's who held it the least. Up next, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was a very interesting match that had serious ramifications. It was a no-DQ match. The team talking about Lex Luger. Lex Luger is in our next match. The team known as Lex Luger and Buff Bagel, or Totally Buff, took on Goldberg and his uh, trainer, if you will, Dwayne Bruce, who somehow got blindsided or turned his back on uh, Goldberg, if you will. And as a result, Goldberg was forced to quit the WCW shortly after this. However, in a no-DQ match, uh, Goldberg put his career on the line once again against Lex Luger and Bagwell in this no-DQ match. Luger and Bagwell, of course, would have the last laugh on Goldberg and pretty much put the final nail in WCW's coffin by making fun of the so-called former big man himself from Atlanta, GA. Your thoughts about Luger and Bagwell defeating Goldberg and Bruce and forcing Goldberg to quit WCW. And I'll never forget what happened What happened on uh, Nitro and what happened the next night when they had the mock funeral for Goldberg. That's right. I remember that. Yes, they did a mock funeral. That's right. I do remember that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, I do remember that, too. I call it. And, of course, as you know. Go ahead. I call it this. Uh, I, call, I call it this tasteful. Yep. And, and that was hideous. Yes, especially when the fan maced uh, Goldberg, however, mind you, however, and then found out how he was a Luger and Bagwell fan, and the Sarge tried to reason with his uh, former student, if you will, and when he tried to reason with him, Goldberg didn't want to have anything to do with his uh, former uh, trainer, if you will. Uh, Goldberg, of course, was irate because of what had happened and absolutely went on a tirade about that, and he said how that was pretty much uh, later on down the road. That was pretty much, however, the final nail in the coffin if you will, WCW, and pretty much however, hurt them, however, if you will. I mean, this was unfortunate that it had to come to that. But like we said, folks, it's just unfortunately, however, it had to come to that. But nevertheless, however, Goldberg, of course, would not make an impact until a couple of years later when he would show up on WWE Raw. He would spend some time out of wrestling, if you will, because of this and not compete. And then finally, John, will go to our main event, ladies and gentlemen, which was a very interesting match in itself that had some serious ramifications, if you will. The man known as the ruler of the world, Sid, taking on, of course, 
Scott Steiner and Jeff Jarrett in a four corners match in the Mystery Man. Two things happened here. One, we would find out who the Mystery Man would be, and of course we would find out after the match. But two, was the vicious knee injury that happened with Sid late in the match, however. With that said, we'll talk about who the Mystery Guy is quickly to get your thoughts on that, and then also your thoughts about the Sid injury itself. However, the Mystery Man turned out to be a surprise, however, and it was indeed a surprise. Making his first appearance back in WCW in almost five years, ladies and gentlemen, it turned out to be, of all people, Road Warrior Animal. Yes, folks, Road Warrior Animal shocked everyone by absolutely just surprising everyone beyond belief, however. And as a result, we saw what happened, however. And because of that, however, the fans were there sitting home wondering, what the hell were they drinking, however? What were they doing? The buy rate, of course, turned out to be not so good, however, mind you. And because of that, however, they had done a buy rate of 0.17. As a result, however, like I said, however, it was not a very big success. Uh, Starcade uh, 2000, of course, had not done very well uh, in the buy rates itself. However, they had done a 0.32, just like they had done the previous uh, month, of, uh, believe it or not, however, of 0.32, however. So, unfortunately, you could tell the writing was well on the wall, however, and WCW was pretty much on borrowed time. With that said, John, I will get your thoughts now for what happened in the injury with Sid and also with the surprise of Road Warrior Animal showing up the way he did. Your thoughts. The animal thing was shocking to me, but the sin injury, the sin injury, I, sometimes I wonder why he did that. Yes. Sometimes well, I wonder that said, why. Folks, we don't know. Yes, please, go ahead. What you're saying, though, please continue. I'm, I'm sure you have more to say. Go ahead. When he when he hits when he hits Steiner in the chest. You could tell. You could tell we we saw the leg. Okay, we saw the impact. Yeah. He went to the top rope. All right. All right. 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 I mean, I mean, you don't see someone breaking their breaking it on TV, but when you saw it, when you saw the leg, it was definitely for sure broke. Uh. Yeah. Could you hold on a second, though, John? I have to do something real quick. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I was just making a commitment to a friend of mine. I'm having lunch with him on Friday. A very, very dear good friend of mine who just got elected to office, however, right before Christmas, however, as one of the new uh, council people in my uh, township. So I'm having lunch with him on Friday. I want to congratulate him. And uh, we're actually going to catch up. I haven't seen him since last summer, but we're going to have lunch together on Friday, which is really cool. So I'll get to see him, which is very cool. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when I went back and watched the injury again uh, about a month ago, I think, yeah, it was about a month ago. This was on a Saturday night. I wasn't doing anything real late. I was up real late until about 4 in the morning. I ended up sitting up real late that night, and I felt the effects of it the next day, but that's beside the point. Yeah, you're right. When Sid came down on that knee, Howard, you could just tell the knee went like a, it was like a like a tree branch snapping. I mean, it was gruesome. It was horrifying. It was scary. And uh, we've talked about leg injuries, and we talked about everything in the past, Howard. That they always say, please don't try this at home. Please don't do this, Howard. I mean, use common sense. Well, apparently on this night, Sid didn't quite use that much of common sense, Howard. It was a tough one to watch. And uh, as a result, we would see the end of his career uh, develop because of this. But I will ask you this, and we've talked about this before, John. Do you think Sid will go into the Hall of Fame at some point? Because I think he deserves despite the injury. I mean, there's been a lot of questions about how Sid's attitude was both on and off camera how, over the years, how, especially with what happened uh, not even a decade before with the whole scissors incident. But besides the scissor incident and the leg injury, would you say Sid right now, in your opinion, is one of the best big men in the sport, deserves a spot in the WWE Hall of Fame? In my opinion, I say yes. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yes, no question about. Him. Well, folks, there you have it. Those are our thoughts about Sin Sunday. Oh, Howard, okay. uh, let's uh, give. Let's uh, get your final rating on a scale of one to ten. I'm giving this a six out of ten. Six. Giving it a six too. Okay. Well, I'm gonna well, let you go now. If you want to take off, I'm gonna wrap up things here, and uh, we'll I talk am. to you again here in less than an hour on Revolution. So, by all okay. means, please go right ahead. Bye bye. We'll catch up with you on the flip side. Bye bye. All right. All right. See the you later. Machine John Gross. Uh, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, now leaving us. Thank you, John, very much for coming on to Episode 201, ladies and gentlemen. 
1-605-562-0444. Call ID 139925-POUND, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? You can join us right now. How are you? Excuse me, 6 139926 not 25 139926-POUND. You can join us right now. Of course, we do want to say again hello to the bartenders, Dane, Missy, Jen, Casey, and Kelly. Of course, we'd like to say hello to all of you guys down there at the Hop House. And, of course, our barfly regulars, including Brian, Brad, Dougie, Maureen, Chuck, Dwayne, Kurt, and, of course, Crystal and the rest of the gang. How are Billy? Of course, my one friend Billy is celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Billy Bradley, happy birthday, Billy, uh, from your buddy J.D., the Iceman. He, he's definitely going to owe you a beer this week, my friend. He will definitely catch up with you, hopefully, over the weekend. Uh, and talk to you as well and owe you that drink, my friend. And we hope everyone's enjoying their Tuesday as well, enjoying the big hockey game and the basketball games as well. Uh, don't forget tonight, ladies and gentlemen, 9 p.m. we'll be back with Revolution. Of course, we have a lot to talk about, including the second Monday night of 2020. How was it a success? Was it a fail? Mr. WCW, the heartbreak here, myself, and of course, the human suplex machine, the rest of the gang will weigh in with their topics, so you definitely want to check that out. Uh, don't forget, next week, folks, we'll be back with episode 202. We're going to have a lot more to talk about on the time machine. We don't know where we're going next week, however. Who knows? We might have a DVD review. We might have another pay-per-view review. We might even have a retro review, however. So, folks, you don't want to miss what's coming up, however, next week, however, as far as Wrestling Revisited goes. So, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you out a little early here tonight, however, with about five minutes to hang. However, we hope you enjoy the rest of your night and week. Stay warm. Stay safe. Be careful out there. Enjoy the evening, how are folks? We'll talk to you again at 7 o'clock next week, folks, and at 9 o'clock tonight for Revolution. So for now, for the Human Suplex Machine, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside right now, saying good night, Howler, and enjoy the rest of your evening. And as we take you out tonight, Howler, we're going to play a little self-control by Laura Brannigan, the late, great Laura Brannigan, that is, from 1984. So here's Laura Brannigan cranking us out, Howler, as we say good night to you for episode 201 with self-control from 1984. Enjoy, everyone, and we'll see you on the flip side.
We'll see you again next week, gang. Have a good week, everyone. We'll see you soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.